This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Speed 2 Cruise Control. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Latest Movie Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the bedraggled, bespectacled, betesticled, bestringed, besieged, begotten, misbegotten, beguiling Justin Waddell. How's it going? Oh, man. I saw you last night. Is that the new Wes Craven spinoff? What was that movie called? I know what you did last summer. No, no. What was the movie he did with Bug as the main character? Is I that have right? no idea what you're talking about. It's like sold soul to take or something my soul to take do you ever see that what do you mean bug i think that was that character's name in that the main character was named, <laughs> named bug if you've never seen it my soul to take i, I, I know you weren't a big west craven fan i was and i hate those kind of films his mo- his movies always had some kind of problem they hit some problem in production and then yeah they have they hire him as a director that's the problem yeah, John Magaro, who's a good actor, he was in that, and he played a character named Alex. Never the, heard of him. Yeah, he was in uh, First Cow. Did you see First Cow? No. Yeah, you'd recognize him. He, he's he's he might have been in the new The Sopranos sequels that they had or that movie they had. The recently. listeners should be very excited knowing that Barbarian is now on HBO Max, so they can go catch up on that episode. That's right. Somebody uh, followed us on Twitter. I think uh, Blake suggested they listen to because they weren't a fan of Barbarian, and he said you should listen to the Microscope. And I wonder maybe because he because you were you weren't in, in love with it, but I don't know if he actually gave us a spin or not. But he definitely followed us. I shout out to the the one new listener that we have. Yeah, I mean we get we're getting listeners all over the place. It's obvious, you know. We were able to hang out with one of our lovelies mm-hmm. last uh, earlier this week or last week. Last week. Colin mm-hmm. was uh, traipsing through Georgia. We got to go have some drinks and some smokes. And we some descended upon him. him when he came to town. He said, "Hey, I'm in Atlanta," and then we we found our way into his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what are we doing tonight? You know, we kept. What's going on? What are we? Where are we? Where are we sleeping? You know that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, he was very nice. We met him for dinner. You met him for for, for for cigars. And yeah, it was very nice. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he said he's been listening for a long time. So then I started to slowly back away. You know, I got nervous. We had to leave in a hurry because the paparazzi showed up. <laughs> what I mean is I started to stream paparazzi on my phone. The Mel Gibson Cole movie. Cole Hauser, right? And Cole Hauser, is, he, is Cole Hauser the, the, the star of that? And Mel Gibson's the nut? Or who, what, what's going on? I think that might be tracking. 
Does Cole Hauser play a sexy movie star? Is it? Is that what happens? And Mel Gibson's obsessed with him? We need to do that pronto. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Proper arts. Film that time forgot, sort of. Just to see uh, Cole Hauser walking around like he's a, a box office draw would be interesting. The night's young, man. That guy rocks tits. He's great. What's his name? What's his movie star name in that movie? It's got to be a good Bo one. Bo Laramie. Remember? <laughs> you don't remember Bo Laramie? <laughs> International. Box office sensation. I like how you said Bo Mel Laramie. Gibson when it's, when it's Tom Sizemore that's chasing him. Is, how is, Gib- is Gibson not involved? How, why did I think it was Gibson then? We're doing it. Of course we're doing it. Robin Tunney's in it. Dennis Farina and Danny Bald. Did Gibson produce it? I think Gibson may have seen it. I can't believe I'm so wrong. You know, is that an icon picture? I don't think so. Does he still have icon pictures, or did he just racist it into the ground because he's such a piece of shit? But you love him. I mean, I like seeing him in movies. Still? Sure. Like what have you seen recently that dragged across concrete? But that's not even recent, really. It's within the last four years, right? I guess. Uh, rest of cast listed <coughs> alphabetically: Mel Gibson. Anger management therapy patient. Really? Uncredited. Yep, he's in this. That's I guess that's how I knew. And he, he produced have, it. He, yeah, okay. I wasn't completely you know that, wrong. I zoomed in. But you know, you know what he said? Funny thing is, he said, Cole uh, Hauser is the most bankable of all of those people now. Mel Gibson made his, uh, he put his foot down. And he goes, get me Tom Sizemore for the bad guy. Actually, Tom Sizemore, though, he's good. I'm not going to argue. He's but been Cole, great. Cole Hauser he's been is great. a delight. Yeah, he found his, he found his gear. Pretend to be a cowboy. Uh, he found his gear in the cave. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did I <laughs> did I misspeak? Yes. Yeah. Piper Parabo. He's got a tat on his pecs. His brother to Sibian. <laughs> Not Sibrian. Eddie Sibrian mentioned? Is that who you're mentioning? Mm-hmm. He plays his brother in that movie. Eddie Sibrian was in the cave. Was he the star of the cave? Let's not act as if that's not a, a great choice. <laughs> Can you imagine make, having made that decision once upon a time in Hollywood? Bruce Hunt, I got some good news for you. You're going to get Sibrian Enhauser. Uh, Eddie Sibrian uh, married to a singer. Don't, don't Who? Even. Who? Don't, don't. And left his wife for this for this singer. Who is it? I don't remember her name. She's not really. Ro- uh, it's a woman, Roland Gift. No. Um, and then is she big, w- is she a big big deal? She was at first. She had this kind of a pebbles. Then he was on a show called Invasion that I I liked a lot. With um, and he was on that. Ga- it was he on Tilt, right? He was on Tilt. Yeah, Eddie Cibrian, married to. I can't believe I have to look it up. It's sad to me, but I have to know, and I also have to follow him on Instagram. This reminds me. Been meaning to see what his socials look like. Married to Leanne Rhymes. Oh no! I'd like to think I would have gotten there. He's a little younger than us, Nick Cibrian. I mean, one of our best. What do you say? Mm-hmm. He might be hosting Entertainment Tonight. That show's still around? No, he's just on it as a guest, I guess. It is. Yeah, you don't watch it anymore? I was on it once. Were you really? It was a fucking sham. Yeah. What were you on it for? What was was the... Give us the context. Internet personality. Mm. What were they asking you about? Can you keep that seat warm for Eddie? (laughs) Did you ever have the pleasure of interviewing my man? No. How about Leanne Rimes? No. I have done my share of country-ass singers, though, right? I did Mandy Moore, and I did somebody else. Interviewing. Some other. Yeah. Mandy Moore, a formidable actress, very popular on the TV screens. Yeah, you like her, and she's in 47 meters down below where that movie is, hmm. which you refuse to review. Integrity. 
And we missed it during our shark months, you know? You know they're coming back. We'll do Leanne, more. Leanne Rhymes. That's a good name. I think she's uh, any relation to Lincoln Rhymes? <laughs> Is that the bone collector? It's the bone collector guy. The, the <laughs> paraplegic, I believe that's his last name. Lincoln Rhymes, right? Did I say, would I say Lincoln? Lincoln Rhymes. Remember they had that bone collector TV show, and they cast the guy and they said... Uh, Here's the place that you'll be in the entire show all season. Did you see that he, that that in the latest uh, issues of I think of those that book he, he's he's uh, a politician. Is that true? Character? Yeah, no. he built for office. They did a Lincoln Rhymes uh, upgrade crossover in the books. Did you? Mm-mm. Yeah, he's. What was the upgrade uh, AI called? Do you remember? I don't remember. God, that's that'd be so worth it to have in the pocket for trivia night. You know. Are you what is it because you said Lincoln logs in? <laughs> we talked about this, but I wonder if Denzel was signed for like a multi picture deal. Remember, he can move his finger, right? And there's a sex scene, right? Doesn't he have a like doesn't a... have a sex scene? He has a flirtatious scene with Angelina, and then it suggests that he and Angelina are together at the end, and he has his finger on a little pillow resting it because that's the one that's what's doing the work. And his, uh, he's got a sex tutor, and it's a videotape of fear. <laughs> yeah. Lincoln Rhymes noticed. Um, <laughs> anyway, How Nick. can you tell? <laughs> yeah, they made so, a TV show. They made a TV show that I never, I didn't catch it. It's episode 200, Justin. This is 200. Well, yeah. you know how I know? Because it's scintillating. Because our spirit animal showing up in a film. <laughs> Jason Pat Kirk. Pat Kirk. You love this man. I do. Beautiful in this movie we're doing, by the way. Just just a handsome uh, figure. His hair is too short, though. Well, he's probably losing it at that point. He's no, you know it's receding. He looks, he looks good. I think they wanted to look as close to Jack Draven as possible. That's Keanu Reeves' character's name from the first one. I remember it was it was Jack. I don't remember yeah. Jack Draven. And this is uh, he. Alex Shaw is the new Jack in this. Two hundred episodes, though. It's a, it's an accomplishment. Is it? I feel it is for us, but, you know, I don't know. I think 200 of anything except for rice. You know, I mean, like, we... We never got that far on our old show, right? But we did make it close to 100 or more on the old we show. We did over 100, but over the course of how many? Over a decade. Yeah. We've been we're, doing this for three years? Much, or almost four? Yeah. 2019, 2020, 21. Yeah, four. We started at early 19? January of 2019. We were we but we kids. For, we very we may have brought COVID into this world. We did, we did have a pre-COVID so. But before podcast. we go into the episode, I want to okay. So I'm, uh, congratulations on episode 200 to you. First of all, same to you, sir. That old James Gunn man. James Gunn in the news today. That ego. Yeah, his ego took a huge hit today. Oh wait, the opposite happened. Yeah, he's gonna be uh, the cock of the walk for a, a while. You had it right the first time, but. The that stupid Guardians thing dropped today. It looks like it looks like home video. It looks like it was shot on video. Yeah, I mean it's a joke. I mean I like Kevin Bacon getting work. I like Sosie Bacon getting work or whatever, whatever her name is. Is it Sosie? How do you say her name? I have no idea what you're talking about. His daughter that's in Smile right now. I have no fucking idea. There's cause to celebrate in the Bacon clan and the Sedgwick clan. Their daughter is in a hit movie. She is now. A gigantic actress. You're going to be seeing no. a lot of Soza, Sozy Bacon. I don't know how to say it. It's S-O-S-I-E. Nope. nope. And then James Gunn. 
She looks like the worst of both parents. That is a Zoom that I don't want to agree with. I, I can't really picture her. I didn't see Smile. I just know that she's in it. Does she get yeah. smiled at the end? You know, she you didn't see like it. She looks like Kira Sedgwick with the Snapchat dog filter on. <laughs> they got to make that pyramid scheme money back, right? Mm-hmm. They got to get that Madoff money back. They do. They lost. A, they, t- they took a big hit when Bernie Madoff uh, took wrecked their lives for a while. But Kevin Bacon uh, always working. Like, always, I call always it a ref- pyramid scheme, and I meant a Ponzi scheme, and I apologize to always, those of you who are involved in Shackley. Both of those uh, people, both of the actors, uh, the adult actors in that family, not the kiddo, they're always refilling those coffers. You know what I'm saying? The money plenty coming in. So a huge hit, but they, they were able to jump back they're in like, and paid. They're like Robitussin. Yeah. Refilling them coffers. <laughs> Kevin Bacon, yeah. let me look it up as his real name. Do you, do you know? Good use of time. It's Kevin Bacon's his real name. It is. How is that his real name? You bet you don't know his middle name, though. Edward. Norwood. That's amazing. Kevin Norwood Bacon. Kira Sedgwick's not her real name, though. No? Kira, I had a big crush on her in the singles Singles era, Kira Sedgwick. Spelled with a Y, by the way. Just zoom in. I'm, I'm making it up. Of course her name's Kira Sedgwick. Oh, you know her la- her middle name is? Hold on, let me guess. Terbug. Mintern. That old chestnut. Old Kira Mintern Sedgwick. I like Mintern. to call her. I like to call her Mintern myself. Hey, Mintern. That'd be great to heckle her somewhere. Hey, Mintern's here. Love your movie, yeah. Mintern. Man, she would she would be escorted out of there. Right. Know? That's not a good word. You know what she's named after? They've let a vampire loose in the labyrinth. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Feel free to laugh. It's a good one. So think about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Still going. <laughs> All right, guys, let's not beat around. It's the, mm-hmm. it's the movie microscope. Show where you zoom in. We sleep loose and let the bedbugs bite. We unplug the sarcophagi, hang glide into a birth canal. Get all digitactical in this. We walk into the Baphomet's lunchroom, get a spray tan in a synagogue. We shoot our shorts. We scribble a meme into the dictionary. We wait in line for hours to meet the Pope and then call him weak sauce. <laughs> and we punch our way out of the bathwater. Watch movie through a set of spherical, destroyed, sad-ass, lenticular eyes that have been pulverized by time and space. Shitty-ass, sawdust eyes that hate ourselves. Stream that movie through the back of it. Reflect it through the iris. See what makes or breaks share what the likes of you. So if we're... Talking about holes. I'm talking about the scene where Shia LaBeouf spreads his asshole so wide you can gaze out of it. Talk about the little moments. Um, a few quite a few notes during that one. You said bed bugs or bed bergs. I thought you were Peter Berg reference. Holes. That's a movie that um, a, a young adult, I believe, film that you're t- you're referencing there. Sigourney Weaver in there. Ooh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. My boss just uh, referred to Sigourney Weaver as Sojourney Weaver. I said I'd turn my. Him? I gave him my two weeks notice. <laughs> it's an affront. I love him. I like my boss, but that's that's not that's not allowed. Right. Can't call her Sojourney. Can't say it to fifty people in a meeting. But he did. You also shouldn't name your child Sigourney. <laughs> you know what her middle name is? <laughs> Mintern. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. There's. Is there not a lot of Sigourneys out there? Is she named? Is her First name, her dad or mom's last name or something? Sigourney Weaver. Oh, my God. It looks like it might be a nickname. Her, her first name is Susan. Oh, no. Where does Sigourney come from? Excuse me, miss. Zoom in. Who would choose that shit? 
you imagine like I'm you call me Sigourney now? I call you what? You made up a name? At the age of 14, Weaver began using the name Sigourney, taking it from a minor character in The Great Gatsby. There you go. There's the origin right there. I took my name. My, my name's not Justin. I took my name for The Secret of Nim. <laughs> Justin the Rat. That's how I just said, call me that guy. Call me Justin the Rat. I was. Did you know that I was so proud of that when that movie came out and that rat name, that rat's name was Justin and he was the, cutting this heroic figure? I was so happy. No, I didn't. Justin the Rat. And then you know, Mrs. Brisby, you know, the widow, she had the hots for Justin the Rat, you know? Oz has made his presence known. 200. This is it. This is a big milestone for us. It's our, I think it's our fifth Jason Patrick movie. Yeah, we do fit, We do a Jason Patrick movie every 50. But we also did an extra one. Like, I think Lost Boys was not one of our milestone episodes. Yeah, we didn't come up with this rule till later in life. I, no, we came up with this rule hard and hard. Can we do Jason Patrick movies outside the 50 Yeah, markers? we could do it outside, but we can't do it. We mind can't do I, a milestone. Do you mind if I zoom in? Let's hear it. Thank God. <laughs> you know? And we are going to do sleepers again, right? I hope, God. So we did Sleepers, then we did The Prince, then we did Geronimo, and now we're doing this, and then we did Is Geronimo, I know you have, you can keep a tally, you kind of can keep some statistics on our show, or some data. Is is Geronimo our most listened to episode? I know people were clamoring for it. Geronimo. No. <laughs> have you uh, re-listened to that lately? No, I haven't. I know we talk about, I talk about his shoes, because they blew me away. Mm-hmm. I know the that one sleeper, thing I remember from it. The one thing sleepers the one thing. is uh, one of the ones that did well. That does that, that, that people enjoy, at least listen to a lot. I don't know if they Defi- enjoyed it. Define well. In I mean, comparison it's in the to top ten ones. as far as listens go. This uh, Hunter was... Killer is not. Now, why did you pick Speed Two? Because there's a there's a lot of movies that Jason Patrick has been in that we haven't done. You could have done Your Friends and Neighbors, which is a movie you liked a lot. You could have done After Dark, My Sweet, featuring Joanne they... w- Whaley Kilmer. They will all happen. You'd be like, well, you know what? We can get some premium zooms out of speed, too. And really hit the hit the hammer on this. No, I think my logic was, can't wait to watch it. What a great movie. And I was like, well, at least it'll be short. It's two hours. <laughs> it has the longest boat crash in cinema history. It is agonizing to watch. I think James Cameron might disagree with you. That's true. But it does, I mean, it takes a long time. It, re- it wrecks into land, I guess that's what it, it is. It wrecks right? forever, and then they show the aftermath, and it's gone one-tenth as far as they made it seem like it went into the island. They try to make the crash really cute and funny, and it is so boring. It is, And that one guy's counting down the, knot, the knots. No, that, that, a- blew, that really fucked me up. I, I, that, that dominates my notes, to be honest. So yeah. uh, the premise of Speed 2 is Speed 1 happened. And it was a rousing success. And they got... Keanu was busy doing some shit. He wanted to be in The Devil's Advocate. He also read the script for this and didn't like it. Yeah, so the first one was a huge hit, and they did a sequel, and this is it. And the director came back. Uh, the, the co-star came back, Sandra Bullock, and the director, John, Jan Bont, and then the But the star of the movie didn't come back Keanu Reeves and the villain from the first movie didn't come back because he died in the first movie died in a weird way in the first movie got decapitated I think remember he does yeah they got a big name to play the villain in this and they got they got a small name to play the hero (laughs) I would say that Jason Patrick and Keanu Reeves may have had about the same amount of notoriety prior to their speed endeavors no Mm -mm. Keanu wasn't really a big deal was he 
He wasn't an action star yet, but he was more of a name than Jason Patrick for sure. Speed made him into an action star. Remember, everybody was like, oh, you can't put Keanu Reeves in an action movie. And then they did. And they're like, oh, you can? Then he was in Chain Reaction. Oops. Not always good in good movies. I don't mean to zoom in too hard. Fuck. Oh, Point Break was way before this. Yeah, Point Break was in the late 80s. Yeah. No, it was 91. Zoom in. I guess he was an action star in that then prior to this. Okay, never mind. I zoomed wide and I missed. Although Point Break was uh, a two-hander. And still, he was the he was the scrappy hero. Anyway, so you also didn't get Jeff Daniels back in this. Why did did he not want to come back? He did want to come back. Um, he wanted to be pieced back together and then be back in this movie. They but it would have been weird if Keanu's they... best friend came back and Keanu didn't. His character gets a cameo in this. They flash by a, they, uh, a graveyard. So anyway, Nick, this movie stars. Sandra Bullock, Jason Patrick. Who else shows up in this bad boy? We got Bo Svensson. We do have Bo Svensson. He gets pushed overboard as the captain. You got we got Timor Morrison. Well, yeah, he's tight and young. Yeah, and he sounded like um, Taika Waititi in this a little bit. You got Creepshow 2's Lois Childs. You do, but she's also in Moonraker. Uh, Moonraker. But I mentioned the better film. You have Willem, Willem Dafoe in this. You got we didn't mention Plumber. him, right? Glenn Plum- Plumber com- re- coming back from the first film, and didn't he had a small role in the first film too, right? Yeah, he's what a nightmare he is. You got Christine Ferkins in this. I think it's the only movie she was in for her, this know, was her last was, movie. She was in this and X Files. She plays a uh, she's a she deaf actress. That was a that was a TV show though. Yeah, so I'm saying she was only in two things. She you got who else? Colleen Camp in here. Yep, from what Porky's or Police Academy or something? Apocalypse Now. One of those things. She's in a lot of stuff. Clue. She's in Clue. A, a, a low rent version of James McAvoy in this. Who the guy then the the yeah the guy that's counting down. Patrika Darbo again, who we just saw in the Line of Fire and in, in the Line of Fire, and she <laughs> what does she, she play her, in that? She got her neck snapped. I mean, Kimmy Robinson from Twin Peaks is in here. Yeah, all sorts of the the waters in this. There's a seagull. Anyway, so what's the plot? What's the plot, Nick? Is there one? It's light. Give us Tim Conway taste. in this. Tim Conway in here, yeah. You, which you said you didn't like him. I love Tim Conway. Yeah. But his character, is it's beneath him to have him playing a role like this in a movie like this. He should have played the bad guy. My boy Yonda Bont. Yeah, your, your friend. My, my When's the last man. time you spoke with him? Quite a while. When's his, how's his COVID been, you think? Is he still out there doing anything? I think we've made the same amount of features in the past two, you know, 15 years he, or whatever. Does he no longer do the cinematography either? Like, he's just done? No, I, no, I think he's that I'm a director, and that's it. That's all you get from me. Living up to his first name on this one. Do you know, filming? <laughs> Snooze alert! Yeah, he hasn't done a movie since. He only directed five movies, and the last movie he directed was The Cradle of Life, a Laura Croft Tomb Raider adventure. And that was a smashing success, and he was like, you know what? I'm done. That's the movie that got me hating him. That and Haunting. Made my mark on cinema, and I'm out. Oh, really? Your talks... He was going to do Meg after that, huh? I guess he was. Oh, yeah. Maybe it Anyway, so forced. the premise of this film is that Sandra Bullock's character, Annie, got a new boyfriend. Jack, no longer in the picture, but she's dating a beach cop. Or so she thinks. Mm-hmm. No. She's dating an L.A. Uh, police officer, LAPD guy, uh police officer and he is hiding you know from her that he's like this big what action you know live by the seat of your pants cop but you know one thing she was that's revealed to her at the beginning that he's been lying to her or, or misdirecting her and then he's like you know what we should go on a cruise together let's get away from this 
and she agrees to it. And unfortunately, a terrorist also agrees to go on the cruise. Play the Willem Dafoe. And what is his motivation? He wants to, well, he's mad at the, the company that put the technology in the ship. And then he also wants to, because uh, he's dying, he's also dying. He also wants to steal diamonds. It's, there's, he's got a lot of motivation. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's got a, a mixed bag of, of things that he's mad about and then he wants. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. At the end, he looks like he's having a blast and he dies. Willem Dafoe does his best. He's a, tries he's his a, a maniac in this movie. But they give him a very bad character to play. And so he, he has, his character has to put leeches on himself. And they explain it because he he's got some nurses. blood. He calls them his nurses, which is incredible. And then he explains it, saying that it's keeping him living longer because he has a blood disease. Didn't he get sick from like all the computer work he did? Isn't that what his thing is? That's part of his disgrunt. Yeah. <laughs> so the leeches like suck out the poison from his blood, or so that's keeping him alive longer. But he's trying to take revenge on this evil uh, ship company. They, they fired him when he got sick. That was it. They they fired him when he got sick. And so he's got killer golf clubs. It's the dumbest. <laughs> I can't believe they did the golf club gag. Yeah. So he, and it's uh, funny because those golf clubs are so archaic looking at them now. When was this filmed? I can't zoom in that hard. 2003? Yeah, those, those are some ancient-ass golf clubs. God, it's 1997. What's your first note? A Blue Tulip production. I wonder if That's that was Jean company. de Bont's company. It is. Yeah. yeah, Meg would have been a Blue Tulip production. My first note is Patrick on a motorcycle. Sometimes. Not always him, huh? Not always him. Did you He's notice a straw in his hair? I did. I have that note. <laughs> I didn't know what it was at first. I thought it was a pen. I, I thought little... she would pick it out, you know, be the good, you know, helper and pull that shit out. So Jason Patrick he... is on a motorcycle yeah. and he's 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 uh, chasing a cake truck or a, I guess it is it a truck a cake some kind of dessert themed van, right? But it's like sure. got a lot of it's got a lot of hot property in the back, hot merchandise. TV sets. Sure. And so he's zooming, you know, they're going through a dirt roads construction. He's chasing, you know, all these roads chasing this guy. And then that's when we see Joe Morgan's cameo, right? Isn't that Joe Morgan? Is that the actor? No. What's his name? Joe Morton. Joe Morton. Sorry. I knew it. Also in the I, first movie. He was, but he actually had a role in the first movie. He just has a little cameo here. Right. And, um, and so he's, uh, it's up to Jason Patrick to bring this thief down, which he does. He, uh, rams his motorcycle into the van that never stops and the guy flips out and then they both cutely roll down this hill together and he handcuffs them and then he talks to Sandra Bullock who is having a taking a driver's uh, test and failing it and she Usually happens across funny. the scene and that's how she finds out that her boyfriend's a renegade cop or whatever super sucks and then they have a uh, they have a conversation and um, he has straw in his hair which I didn't know what it was at first and then I realized later and as the scene progresses, there's more straw in his hair. Yeah, tons of it. But at first, there's just one lonely straw tucked behind his ear. I think it's been all been there all the time. Think so? And Mind if I zoom in real quick? How much straw he had? Let's ha- let's have it. Jason Patrick, they allowed him to keep that piece of straw from this film. He has it in a glass case. Yeah. On his desk, on his uh, mantle, uh, and his desk, he he split it in half and put it in two glass cases. <laughs> So he can have it in two areas. This is good luck charm. How's it working? Well, he had been at that point, you know, he his big, his his one character that he always wanted to be was, was the straw man. This is his little okay. tribute. I'll keep going. Nice. So she's he mad. Pops a wheelie. He pops a wheelie in the motorcycle, by the way. Is that what you call Sandra Bullock? Sandra Bullock 
just super charming just trying to make all this stuff work by the way she's also super annoying in this at times i don't remember her, her being she might have been annoying in the first one too she's the comic relief right she's a little much she's uh she makes this stuff kind of work it's really if she hadn't i don't think if like if she's not in this movie it has no life she gives it a little bit of life but they also try to force to keep they have to work hard to keep her involved in this because most of the action which is weird like it's weird that they have to they should just written written scenes for her maybe she didn't want to do stuff or maybe they're just sexist and they're like let's give it all to patrick i don't know but yeah she at the end of the movie she just all but disappears right she comes back into frame and defoe smacks her in the face she yeah. gets yeah he gets a few ja- nail nails her well first times. of all he's being super cute and funny with her and then they have they realize they're gonna have to kill him in about 10 minutes so they make yeah. him smack her yeah when she discovers that her boyfriend is a daredevil she's mad mm-hmm. at him but only for a while because he happens to have cruise tickets on his person and he wants to he wants to take her on a, he wants to propose to her ass she doesn't yes. know this but they're gonna go on an adventure together so that's this is a great part of this movie he has a ring that he bought but he's afraid to he's waiting for the right moment Nick to propose to her and he can never find uh, that right moment until the very end of the movie then he busts out the ring so that's you know he keeps i love that this movie does like he'll bust the ring out he'll like kind of palm it and then she says something weird and then he's like just tucks it back in his pants like not it's the like right fucking moment. frodo in this <laughs> so they get to the ship they get to the ship pretty quickly and then the movie dies and then the ship hits the fan what ship what's I the name of the ship I, the seaborn legend which now is that a is, boat and that's a great name. I wonder if it's named after Rob, Rob Lowe's character from the West Wing. What's his name? Sam Seaborn. Oh. It's a real boat. I'm sure it's retired by now. Do you know who else is a Seaborn legend? Yeah, Ariel. Namor. Oh. You said Ariel? <laughs> Damn it. Where, hey, do you remember where the ship is based out of? Mm-mm. Oslo. Is it? Yeah. I'll write that down. Let me take that note. Os- is it Oslo? And do you know who... Willem Dafoe played in the Spider-Man movies, right? Osborne. Mm-hmm. Legend. Seaborn. <laughs> what a zoom. 200, man. <laughs> and here's the problem that these this cute couple board. Everybody thinks they're newlyweds, and they have to keep saying they're not newlyweds. They're just on a date. They're just together. They're not, and you know, Jason Patrick is like feeling the heat to propose to this woman. And they, they do, they have, a, this is a little bit of a horny movie. They're in their suite. And um, Patrick, you know, looks around. He goes, big enough for you? And she says, uh, size doesn't matter. They're making dick jokes in this movie, Nick. What did you think? Pretty good. Pretty good. There, it's funny. I, I just finished a book where the guy says, you know, advice on life is if it floats, flies, or fucks, rent it. And that's what, what Patrick's doing so far. He's, they're not married. They're not engaged. What's the advice? If it floats, flies, or fucks, rent it. What does that mean? Don't buy a boat, don't buy a plane, don't get married. Okay, but what? who's this author? Nelson DeMille. <laughs> it's good advice, man. Yeah. Because, you know, I, so Patrick is, yeah, he's, they're making fun of him, or they're, make, they're making him feel bad because they're not, they're not engaged. What is the Nelson, what's the book called? What's this character? It's a John Corey book. And that's the author? No, the author's Nelson DeMille. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a great, he, he, I love the books, but yeah. It's it's advice, sound advice that is given to him by a character in the in the book, which is weird because uh, Jeff Goldblum does all three of those things. He floats, he, f- he flies, he fucks. <laughs> there's and then there's this awful sequence where you talk about them being horny and flirty, mm-hmm. when at dinner they're floating the idea of getting serious, 
and they go yeah. to this analogy about restaurants. He's sitting in my section, customer service, you know, like mm-hmm. tough to watch. Because they're horny. Tough to watch the immortal Jason Patrick stoop this low. They're horny for each other, but they don't ever do anything. They don't they're not rubbing on each other. There's no there's no <laughs> bedroom scene. She wakes up at one she, point and is she mad. She jumps that, onto him. Yeah, but like you know what I'm saying, there's at one point like she wakes up and, and she's mad because he's not in the room and she he had spent all night sick, remember? Like he was actually he said he says he's feeling not feeling one. Well, you think he's just saying that because he feels bad because he couldn't propose to her. But then the next scene, he's, he's in puking. bed and they sh- they show the vomit bucket. It's got vomit on the rim. I didn't catch that. It's a super They zoom. went there. And then she says that she was naked in bed. Is that what she said? She he, Well, because he goes out and skeet shoots later on. And mm-hmm. she's mad at him. But she goes, you had a naked woman in your bed and you went out, you know. He's I like, thought it yeah. was rude that she was still sleeping. And then, you know, she'd been drinking, so maybe it was later. But, I mean, if you're bride to be or bride to want to be is sleeping you don't go outside her room and start skeet shooting that way that woke her up she's no wonder she's cranky i think it'd be great if he says no i did have sex with your sleeping body and now i'm shooting clay if you know what i mean by the way horrible delay between the gunshot and the explosion of the pigeon what a zoom huge zoom um no speaking of this boat the mm-hmm. seaborn legend Earns its name because who is the house band on this boat? You be forty, my friend. How is <laughs> no, this? I'd be we fifty, did... Justin. <laughs> we just we just talked about these guys, and they showed up in Speed too. Do you think that when you show up in Speed Two as a band, you know it's over? Like it's just on the downward swing. Like it, part of you is like, wow, it's gonna be great. We're gonna be in a movie, a hit movie. But you kind of know that that's probably not a great choice. But you want to work. With uh, the immortal Jason Patrick, you want to be in a scene. You know he hates. He's, he hates. There's no way he likes you before he. You know they're probably <laughs> well, trying to does talk. Lo- to who him. could like you before he? It's like I'm sure Sandra is nice about him. Let's steal some culture, us redheaded fucks. So Jason Patrick's shirt. He's wearing like a Hawaiian shirt on the back. It, across the back, it says California Nick. Yeah. Do you think you think the the Jason Patrick was a little upset by wardrobe? That's weird. That he stole him? Anthony Kiedis's sh- shirt. Just imagine just being so picky about films, then finally, all right, I'll be in a Hollywood blockbuster. Like, wear this. Um, guys, can I, can I, what are the other options? Yeah. Well, this one says Delaware. Which one? And this one says Oshkosh, but God. <laughs> um, Did you notice they, during UB40's performance, they have the deaf girl clapping to the beat? I didn't. But she's, she's a truly a, a deaf actress. And, and I looked her up on Instagram. She's out there um, on Instagram. You could follow her if you want. No need to click that sound button. Christine Ferkins. And uh, she's out there, mom. She's a teacher. She's, uh, I'm sure, What's still... her middle name? That's a good question. That's a good question. Is it Minter or whatever? Mintern. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, they have a deaf girl clapping to music in this. Sure, but, I mean, that's she could feel the vibrations, right? Is that how it works? Zoom in? She she's truly... Da- and then her... I love that her dad, like in this movie, she goes well, missing. Bad, she does a bad little, doc in this movie. Does a little rebellion when things start to break loose. Hell breaks loose. And well, she doesn't do a rebellion. They they fucking slut shame her. <laughs> her dad slut shames her. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he does. And he she, calls she's it. She's like eight. She's 14. Remember, she's yeah. going to be 15. And um, she leaves. And then the mom's like, Where's my daughter? Where's my daughter? And the dad's like, Let's get on the lifeboats. She'll be fine. I'm sure she's okay. Like he, he's kind of a despicable dude. He's like, I wish we'd had a Bowie. 
Do you notice what movie they got playing in their suite at, on the boat? I didn't. Lolita. Do they Is really? Is that typical cruise fare? Are they watching Lolita in Speed 2? Yes. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. And then there's a there's like a flirtation between Jason Patrick's character and this deaf 14-year-old girl? It's not, it's not really. She's flirting with him. He's not flirting with her. He's a little flirting with her, Nick. You talking about He's... when he finger fucks? He signs to her, remember? He signs to her. And yeah, then what they're, he... what they're trying to show you is, wow, this guy's great. He, what, a, what a perfect dude. He knows. And, he, and Sandra Bullock's like, how do you know sign language? And he's like, I wanted to learn another language, you know? And so, yeah, they're just trying to show you what a perfect human he is. But at the same time, they why did is he... that by casting Jason Patrick. Why, are they, why is he even paying attention to like a 14 year old at a table? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess he, he figures he could use his sign language skills once no 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 no. i i think he i think he sees her signing with her parents and he's like well i'd like to put this education to use and then he i saw him do want a cyber with his (laughs) hands no he did he does say hey have you seen the movie lolita (laughs) she's like i saw it i didn't hear it but no 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 I think it's a very sweet scene where he he shows Sandra Bullock he's husband material uh-huh. by flirting with a fourteen year old, <laughs> and she develops a huge crush on him. And then she says she at one point tells him that she loves him, and then she's going to turn fifteen soon. She asks if Sandra is his sister, and he says no, she's my girlfriend. And then the poor fourteen year old sign languages: if it floats, flies, or fucks, rent it. <laughs> They even have like a "Are you a good tipper?" joke. It's another dick joke. Did you notice that? There's this. The script has dick jokes. I don't know why. That's a dick joke. I think it is. Why can't they have the people who play the boat personnel not be super annoying? Who boat personnel? Well, the In worst any is movie. The, the, the worst is the passengers. The passengers outside of like kind of the I'm, the passengers I mean, that are. I mean, Chris Pratt's not going to argue with you, but Mike Haggerty and Colin Camp. Notwithstanding, I said outside of those two, the passengers are pretty annoying. He must have a huge one. Who? Haggerty? Why? Because yeah. he... Look at that couple. Colin he Camp. Looks... A bit of a legendary beauty in Hollywood, Colin Camp. And, and, and a, certainly an actress that has been around for a long time. She still works. And has a great name. I'm not going to argue with you. But, it, but Mike Haggerty looks like John Panette ate Bruce Dickinson. But she, he, he recently passed away, uh, a Chicago actor, uh, and kind of ubiquitous in a lot of stuff. And Colleen Celeste Camp. Zoom in. All right, let's keep going. Speed 2 is a hard movie to get through, Nick. I have to say, you picked a doozy for 200, man. Well, the, the good news is, is this movie... You done us rotten, There are Nick. two movies that exist because of this movie, and you got to love that. Okay, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Your friends and neighbors being one. And Hope Floats. Yeah, they took, that would have been a good name for this movie. Jason Patrick said he took his paycheck from this and put all of the money into funding your friends and neighbors. Right, and then Sandy Bowles did the same with Hope Floats. And then Forrest uh, Whitaker directed that, right? Jan DeMont said, you're welcome, Jason Patrick. <laughs> Defoe, mind, by the way, he is, uh, you know, Nick said that he's got these, these weird booby trap golf clubs and he's got these golf balls that have chemicals and stuff in them and everything's wired and he's got a bunch of laptops and computers and at one point he's like he does like a he does like a sprinkler gremlin move <laughs> he, he 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 breaks the sprinkler everybody runs out of the ship area tech area and he runs in and then he play and then he does his little things and then he gets up to like the um, what do they call it 
where the captain is. Yeah, the, sh- yeah, the, the deck. I, the, 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 I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The control center, whatever it is, the steering right. place. Can't <laughs> zoom in. He pretends to be drunk and is falling all over the panels and stuff while he's putting <laughs> secret devices on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty great, actually. Super stupid. Mm-hmm. But it's fun watching Willem Dafoe really commit to... Uh, being a drunk, yeah, like a fake drunk I like, in that scene. I like how he mistakes it for the casino. I could see how. Mm-hmm. They don't it's show tiny, a casino. Dark. It's tiny and dark, and there's no machines. Yeah. Bo's Vincent, man. He's yeah. an actor that almost made it. You know, He was in uh, the Walking Tall sequel. I thought he was going to be a big deal. At one point, so, you know, Defoe puts these leeches on his, his bare chest, and he has a bathtub full of them, they later discover. But at one point, I think he says I, to the leeches, I wouldn't trade you for for all the darkness in the world. He says all, the doc- the, all the doctors in the world. Is that what he says? It says yes. doctors. That makes I wish sense. it was darkness. <laughs> I can't zoom in correctly. It's 200, man. <laughs> he says to the leeches, I w- that's even weirder. <laughs> I wouldn't trade you for all the doctors in the world. Poor doctors. They're like, what Poor the darkness. fuck? <laughs> Trying to distract. <laughs> it's a it's a better movie with your line. And Timur um, Morrison um, plays the. I guess he's the. He actually gives as much dialogue as anybody. I missed how he. I kind of got distracted at the end. How did he break he gets, his arm? He, he gets hit like when the anchor, or when the propeller yanks the thing out of the out of the ship. It, it hits his shoulder. It hit him. Yeah. He says, "I broke my arm like three times in the middle of all this shit that's going on." He's got a bloody arm. His arm should have been torn completely off in that sequence. But mm. so things escalate, and and Willem starts fucking shit up, breaking the boat. Everybody's all sad. They try to get into lifeboats. It goes poorly. Stuck on this boring ass boat. Yeah, Willem Dafoe kills the captain. Weird, very weird scene. He starts swinging a, a like a light at him, and then traps him with it, and then pushes him overboard, and then the captain gets sucked underneath because into the propeller, right? Like. Once you get near the bottom of the boat, you know, in the water, you get sucked underneath it. It's very powerful, I guess. The churning water. That's that's a bad death. But anyway, what I remembered about this movie specifically was Willem Dafoe running around the, the bowels of the ship with a little, like, computer devices. Yes. And, like, armware and just, like, pushing buttons and opening doors. And, and I'm like, how big is this ship? Like, why does he have to run around the hall so much? Like, where is he going? Yeah. He has to look busy. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole movie is him, like, kind of going down corridors. And I'm like, at some point, like, you stole the diamonds. Like, what are you still doing? Just get in a boat and leave or something, you know? But he's just, he keeps zooming around. Meanwhile, Jason Patrick shows up because they're going to go out to a nice dinner. And he has a, he gets a tux on. But what's he wearing with it? Converse. Oh. Snickers. Oh, Snickers? Sneakers. Converse Snickers would be good. Awfully uncomfortable shoes. How does that captain fall for it? Like the Defoe's swinging the light at him, like he's swinging that thing at him. How does he? How does he get killed? Like how does he not just avoid it? He's dumb. And then he then after he kills the captain, the two women come up to him and he takes Defoe takes a selfie with them. Might be the first selfie. Could be. There's a lot of stuff in this movie where they are meandering about the boat trying to solve stuff. I got. I don't need it. You know, there's that adage, "Show don't tell." I wish they would have just sat and told for a while. <laughs> So Jason Patrick, as everybody, the ship goes haywire, and uh, the Defoe takes it over and convinces the crew to that they need to get everybody on lifeboats, and so everybody's doing that. And Patrick smells a rat. Justin, he smells Justin the rat, <laughs> and he's like, "I think something's afoot. I'm gonna be super nerd, and like the sulfur wouldn't go with this fire." He's just, you know, he's 
he's putting his brainiac and then he finds tomorrow morrison gives away that there's a dude that's behind some of this and he goes into full action mode leaves sandy bullock by herself and um and then he then he goes into the control room and for some reason he starts pushing the guy around in the control room like like he's the terror like the patrick's the terrorist remember it's like threatening the guy to do certain things he's breaking computer screens i would yeah patrick's not he's convincing as a tough guy in this he pulls it off yeah he's fine you do, huh? Dive at one point water. when the sh- I noticed this at one point when the ship is like going like Star Trek a little bit when things are like blowing up in the ship and things are rocking, a plate falls on a keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> they must have had a plate resting on top of like some monitors and it just falls on the keyboard, but it's empty and it doesn't break. I think it's a missed opportunity. Should have had like a slice of pizza on it or something, and then got the computer all messy and then broke also broke in the keyboard. I think DeBont or the key, really... Or, or on the screen it says yum. <laughs> Get some electric dreams in this. Is Defoe... You think Defoe's playing the iceberg in this? Pretty much, yeah. Think Cameron watched He this? looks he's... terrific, though. Have you noticed? He looks... He's got nice clothes. Defoe? Yeah. He's got good I like his too. outfit. He's got a nice blue shirt with piping on it. It looks mm-hmm. great. His hair looks, looks fantastic. He looks sun-kissed. He does, yeah. He's got he's wild in this movie, or he's, whatever he's, the Pepsi version is, you know. Right. They ever at the show because you know Defoe's a little bit of a, a tech genius, a tech nerd, and he has to he's telling the computer to do his dirty work. And at one point, there's a prompt that says "time to initiate colon," and he types in "now." <laughs> <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. Written by a biophysicist, you know, somebody really sharp. Jason Patrick decides, well, all right, Willem Dafoe has basically set this ship on a collision course with sadness. They got to figure out how to make it stop, how to make it turn, how to make it cease its, you know, projectile. So Jason says, I can go down underwater and and fix the propellers. Throw a monkey wrench into it. Actually, Sandra recommends it. He goes down there and action heroes for a little bit and then... Willem Dafoe says, you know what? I hate everybody. He, uh, he, 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 kicks, he kicks Mr. Morrison into the water, holds, pulls a gun on Jason P., and takes Sandra Bullock hostage, right? Right. That's when you're talking about where Sandy gets kind of out of the movie for a stretch. She does. Yeah, but they get away on uh... Jason Patrick has to go on this mission with, the, with this annoying photographer, and Timur Morrison narrates the film for like 10 minutes, where he's speaking through the, loud, like, through the loudspeaker, telling him what to do. Well, a dreadful not, time eat. I'm not letting you skip there because we got to talk about a few things here. Because I, I have notes and I did the work. I'm looking at the clock. First of all, at one point, they 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 go to, they figured it's Willem Dafoe's character. They go to his cabin. They go to where he's staying, and they rescue like remember that bellhop guy or whatever that guy. Fuck him. Yeah. He's I, so he didn't. He didn't die for some reason, and so he oh, they, they rescue him. him. That's when they see the bathtub full of leeches in there and stuff anyway. Which is a song by the Spin Doctors. They start talking to each other about his computers, and then Defoe's like, I can hear you. Also, booby-trapped this place. And he types on the screen, goodbye, Alex, remotely. And goodbye is two words. Is goodbye not one word or hyphen? You know, like, it's, goodbye isn't two words typically, right? Am I wrong? Am I zooming in wrong? No, you're fine. I think there's different ways to do it. I don't think it, Maybe it is two words. Can, can we get people telling us? I don't... It, no, I've seen I it every way you've mentioned. I don't think it's two words. 
And so I think they should have said like one word. They should have they should have said like someone should have stopped and said, "Oh my god, he really the is." The movie The Goodbye Girl, Goodbye is one word. And he types in "Goodbye Alex" and then there's like a red squiggly line under "Goodbye." Like it's an error. Like word <laughs> cut. It's good. <laughs> Meanwhile, the passengers are trapped these annoying passengers and they have to start disrobing right there's a scene because all the smoke's coming out and so someone says to like block the smoke from coming out of the vents they all start stripping right except for the girl um, the musician and so this is what i was going to say mike haggerty tells this musician he, he's like why why do i have to take off my pants why don't you take off your dress and this is like a pretty singer and she says because i'm not wearing any underwear and she does this weird thing she hikes up her dress a little bit like she's going to show it like that she's not wearing underwear. It's a weird choice. I mean, it's a weird choice to stop. But I just think it's a weird... funny if she just gives him an eyeful right in front of his wife and then the girl, her hearing returns. But that's got to be a debaunt direction. Like, she, he's probably telling that actress, when you say this, hike up your skirt a little bit for absolutely no reason. Because he makes, at the end of this movie, he makes these weird choices, like these visual jokes that are all, like, just bad. You, you should have told him that when you met him. Like, why did you have the guy, when the ship's crash, crashing into the shore, and it starts, there's a guy in, the, that, in, in, a, in a place that he turns his open sign in his business, but then he sees the ship coming at him, and he, he flips it back to closed. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> Don't do that. And, and when a guy, his car is spared by the destruction, and then the anchor falls on it. Don't do that either. And he goes, Don't my car. Like, that we know it's a, your car. That's a line delivery right there, mm-hmm. that guy. The, the dog cute. sucks. The dog you don't sucks. like the dog? I like the guy who, ski, who who water skis into the side of the boat to his death. Yeah. Well, there's also a guy when the ship's crashing. There's a guy, for some reason, he's on, like, a little boat, and he has a bag of baguettes. Like, of... Uh, yeah, of course. They've just gotten a grocery delivery at sea. And, and then he the has boat a, explodes. And he has to... He goes, what? And he has to... But it's just a weird thing to have. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's get back to it, Nick. You talked about Defoe kidnapping Bullock here, but what do they? What does he get away on? It is a very strange thing. It's a boat. No, it is a. Uh, what are those things called? Like the jet ski. Jet skis. It's two jet skis in a home, <laughs> and like a little like cup, like a carrier for the two jet skis, and they can pilot it. And at one point, Bullock, how she gets away, she releases her jet ski from this. Uh, it's, I don't, it's not called a. It's not called a home. What is it though? You know, it's what I'm a saying? boat that that carries two jet skis on it. It's like a little transport. But they're both sitting on opposite jet skis, and they're they're guiding the boat from one of the jet skis, right? Uh, I don't know. It is okay. We'll call it a home. <laughs> Weird jet ski. Don't boat. don't look it up. Don't look it. <laughs> you can't. The sea cart is a side-by-side for the sea. It's a sea cart, I guess, maybe. A unique hybrid watercraft combining the sea. Yeah, that, that might be what it is. It's a nightmare. Zoom in. But Timora narrates the third act, and then there's this tanker out there that Willem has sort of mm-hmm. aimed them at to, de- to detonate this giant tanker. This, this kind of irritates the shit out of me because there's this whole to-do about them not hitting this tanker and causing this major problem this oil spill and this giant explosion all that and they do and they do dodge it and then what happens later on what do they dodge this giant oil tanker so they don't really dodge it they they don't they scrape against it it. but let me ask you can i ask you a quick question sure did they scrape it 
I couldn't tell from the 10 minutes of scraping that the debate decides to show. I could I was yeah. like did I was like pacing back and forth I was like I'm not sure that they scraped it. <laughs> There's a lot of scraping. The, he hit but every no, angle on that scrape. I love the fact that they go through all this to preserve this gigantic oil spill and explosion. Brown wall. Happy 200th brown wall. <laughs> How are you today, my fine sir? And Clearing then its what, throat. Ha- what happens later on to that oil tanker? Well, it kills Defoe. It blows up soiling the sea anyway. It does? They recklessly thought, blow They blow that fucking thing up. I thought I thought Defoe just blew up on top of it. I don't think they blew it up. He the gets entire thing blows up. It does They abandon ship. The ent- I'm telling you, I watched it just recently. I and, watched and it there's today. A, and a cow... A cow shoots off of it. I saw it. <laughs> so wait a minute. Is this the same ship that Defoe? He somehow they narrowly hits... dodged the first time. They scraped it and then they blow it up later. But he he hits it right. He hits the, like a little like antenna thing and ca- catches. He his dodges little helicopter it and then, yeah. Then he blows up and then the entire ship blows up. Does it really? Yeah. I, I missed that part then. And they inserted a digital cow as an homage to Twister because I read that in the trivia and then I watched it and I found it. This is not a joke. Nope. There's a digital cow in it? There's a cow that comes flying off that boat when it explodes. You're kidding. Not kidding. Now i got to fucking rewind this movie and watch <laughs> that part. Did you You saw it? Oh, yeah. It's in the top. If you're looking at the screen, it's like in the top sort of towards the right, and it goes flying off and spinning. A little Easter egg, a little director's trademark. Then the ship, this is, okay, I'm glad we're in the home stretch. There's a, The ship is sort, sort of careening towards St. Martin, the dock. Sort of. <laughs> And when everybody realizes it, Yundabont thinks this would be a funny time for every character movie to say, oh, shit. <laughs> Disgusting, low-rent version of James McAvoy with awful, bouncy hair. Like you mentioned earlier, I was blown away how he is keeping track of this, the speed of the boat as it plows through boats killing people, as it plows through a dock, as it plows through buildings... After he is knocked to the ground on his mm. side, looking up at it, still tracking it, and then it comes to a stop, and he says, oh, my God, we're done. And then later on, they cut back to him, and he goes, zero. Yeah, he says zero twice. They cut back to him, and he says zero again. After a good bit of time has passed. Because what happens is, so there, he's waiting to count like to where it stops, to get, it gets down to zero is when it will stop. And he says when it stops, he goes, zero. And then it starts to lean it starts to kind of tilt like it's going to yeah. fall over, no longer on water, and then it stops, and then he goes zero again. Like, is that a... That's okay, Bad. but what what we miss, what you haven't talked about, is there's two things. As the boat's going toward, like, this tourist area, there's a boat named Bananas. Bananas, yeah. It's incredible. Yep. There's also a kid that is... Uh, he's holding is, the best. He's holding the best. He's... He's looking out the window, and his mom is checking out a place, like a place that maybe she's going to rent or move into. And what is he wearing on his finger? He's got a beautiful stuffed bat. Right, and it's a finger puppet. Yeah. Right. And it says, oh, shit, when it sees this this shit. Well, that kid probably said, oh, shit, a lot. Yeah. Because his dad is Yonda Bond. Is that his his son? That's his son. Every day when his dad was going into work, the kid said, oh, shit. This may be the second to last movie that Dad does. So weird thing happens. So uh, Defoe, you know, they get a he. But can I zoom in? Yeah, Banana is a great name for a boat. 
That's pretty good. Bullock is getting carted away in like a what, like a plane, like a little plane that the, eventually the flying. That's like yeah, the, yeah. that's the fourth mode of transportation that he takes her on. And she's in there. Patrick gets on board, and he he goes in, and he he looks at her, and he gives her a little kiss or something, and he like locks eyes with her. Then he punches Defoe, who is piloting the plane. They get out of the plane, uh, and then Defoe like crashes into that antenna, right? Uh, okay, like, but you forgot. Ship. Yeah, go ahead. There's a great line of dialogue. What does he say? Where she breaks away from him and starts running away, and he goes, "Come back, you're my hostage." <laughs> No, it's incredible. He's got a bunch of lines at the end. Like he's like being like funny at the end with her, like punny. He's being punny. But then yeah, then he says that amazing line. And then the scene where she where she, he's chasing her and she's on a boat and he's on a boat. She's got a flare gun firing it up. So Jason Patrick, why doesn't you just shoot it at him? What do you, what do you think he says whenever she's shooting that flare gun to phone and he catches up with her? What does he say to her? Hmm, fiery temper. That's right. Incredible. That's right. It's like didn't work for Blake Lively. Ain't working for you. And then she says, she, if she touches, she if he if he touches her, she's gonna she's gonna get him or something. She's gonna do something. He goes, what are you gonna do? Splash water on me? He's having a blast. Like he's yeah, actually he kind of a charming bad guy. And then they ha- they remember that he has to die, so they he, they make him smack her at one point. And she's like, what is in that case that you're protecting so much? He goes, all the darkness in the world. <laughs> So yeah, he does get away with this because this this is there's a series of events here that that are insane to me, and it involves Glenn Plummer's character. Okay, what a piece! Glenn of Plummer, shit. he is a kind of a very an actor that was in a lot of like he was in um, Showgirls and he was in, he popped up on a lot Armageddon. He popped up he a, popped up a lot. He was like, in Godzilla too, I believe. Yeah, and like these small like kind of quick cameo roles, and he plays this guy, and he was in the first Speed, and he and he and, and he also cleaned Danzig's shitter, and he so. Patrick commandeers his uh, boat, right? Like, to, like, follow, um, to try to get his girl. There's a series of things where Glenn Plummer's telling Jason Patrick, who's piloting his boat, he's like, this boat cost me $150,000, and Patrick doesn't uh, do a thing. It doesn't react to it at all. Later, he says, that's it. I want a promissory note. That, I wrote that down. That, no reaction. During a high-speed cha- high chase, he asked yeah. for a promissory note. So it's a joke, right? And then... Uh, pa- Patrick refuses to acknowledge it twice. Like his, his and it, I feel bad for Plummer because he's got to say this stuff. But Patrick must have made the choice. I'm all business. I can't react to jokes right now because that's the kind of serious actor I am. He, well, he didn't give him anything. Although he goes, I mean, he does sacrifice a lot to try to get Sandy Bulls back. Like he's dragging behind planes. He really risks it all. But the one, the weirdest thing that happens involving Glenn Plummer's character, right, is that he got is an that, acting job. Is that they? The back, the, this white backpack that Defoe has been carrying is all of a sudden floating in the water. Glenn Plummer picks it out of the water and he says, "Look what I found in international waters. This really is paradise." How does he know what's in the backpack? He doesn't know. Right. It's just a white backpack that's floating. He's like, "This really is leeches, paradise." A bag full of leeches. Defoe De- <laughs> decided that he's going to know it's valuable somehow. And he has to really is international waters, yeah. Yeah, it's international waters. Meanwhile, he's got this hottie from a local hottie that's enjoying this escapade. Well, she's Jason like, Patrick did not cool her jets. Like, she's thrilled that this thing got out of control. I think she might have been attracted to Patrick a little bit. I, I don't blame her. Just like you. This is Patrick at his, his most beautiful or no? Or Lost Boys? I, Which one? Lost Boys. And every day since... 
Do you know what this movie is missing? The Prince? Laddie. Oh. Wouldn't it be great to have a Laddie cameo in here? Yeah. A star or a star cameo? Maybe it, just like a little hot dog vendor? But it would be, be amazing. What if he walked in a wrong room and all the Lost Boys are in there? You know, <laughs> like a cameo? I think there should be a Jason Patrick cinematic universe where Sleep R and the Prince and all those guys can coexist peacefully. <laughs> By the way, the what sound you... that Willem Dafoe makes when his plane crashes is delightful. It is. Oh. It might be an overdub. It is amazing. And when he's sitting up there stuck to his planes like on that antenna and then he's thrilled that he lived and he's like kind of looking, how am I going to get down from here? And then he dies. No, no, he's not thrilled up. that he lived. He's, he knows he's about to go up in a big way and he's He's t- he's enjoying it. No, he's thrilled that he lives. It's what he's laughing that he escaped death. No, he's laughing because he knows that th- he's about to make a giant explosion. You're so wrong, dude. I and that in guy was here. also not being sarcastic when he was giving the phone number to. I know Clint somebody. Eastwood. One of our fans did did look that up, and they went against me. One of our <laughs> listeners. I mean, he had to fans. deliberate for quite some time. But yeah, and then it blows out. He blows out, and that fucking whole boat... Like, so they basically cause an insane amount of damage really slowly. And then um, he proposes, and she says, you can go fuck yourself, right? She does. Um, she accepts. She says that you can, you can give it. Yeah, do you think that they actually ended up having some... After this, you think... Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, if they're doing a Twister sequel now, there's no reason they can't revisit this storyline. Um, Who asked for a Twister sequel? They are doing Twister, huh? Paxton's dead. Helen Hunt's boring. Philip Seymour Hoffman's dead. Jamie Gertz in this, though. Carrie always died in the movie. Well, they never showed it. He might not have. <laughs> he went. Maybe he went to Oz. We'll deal with it when it comes out, I guess. It's a tough movie, Twister, too. It's not a good movie. Yen Bond hasn't really made a lot of good movies. I don't know if it zoom in. That's a huge zoom. Do you see, by the way, we just, this is still October this month. Still October. I know we're not doing October. But did you see what they announced? Yes, he's coming back for the new Saw movie. They brought him back. And, you know, some people were crediting us for, with that. And I, you know, I'm not going to say we didn't help. Right. I think it probably did push it over the edge. You know? It added a figure to his paycheck. Now it's four. <laughs> Got him up to, from $999 to 1100 Man, they really had to beg him to come back too. Like he he really took some convincing. Like, um, I'm walking I'm walking the vineyard and I got work to do. <laughs> and then of course they have they have to revisit Sandra Bullock going to get her license again and they the film ends with a car crash sound. It does. And it also ends with a cameo from the bus from Speed, right? Did you say that? Yeah. I didn't say that, but I read that and then she she makes fun of it going too fast. The guy that did the research for us is the Psy guy on Twitter. Thank you. He's the guy that did the sarcastic in the line of fire Zoom for us. And he sided with you. He sided with you. Psy did it with me. I like it. So that's it, man. Um, Let me quickly unfollow him real quick. 200 gone. Glad it's over. Let's, Let's see if we can scream through this and get this to be the shortest episode. Look, you've got an ink tattoo on your body from Speed 2. What you putting on there, man? That's a good question. I might just get the tattoo of Jason Patrick biting the mini flashlight on my shoulder. Do you remember when he's doing that? No, but that sounds like an innuendo that I like. <laughs> but he, I mean, look, holding the mini flashlight between your teeth, you've done it, right? You've done mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You free your hands up, and you kind of illuminate what you're looking at. I, mm-hmm. You know, Patrick's doing it. He's all serious. He's a SWAT team member, whatever he does. He's a, 
and you got to do that. You know, you got to you got to free your hands up. I have. Where approxim- am I getting it? I get it on yeah. my shoulder. Yeah. Okay. I've approximated all the leech locations, uh, and I've had fake leeches tattooed on my body in all the Willem Dafoe spots. Right. And the only thing I changed up was they all have a little cute le- leech face, and they're all wearing like a little cute leech nurse hat. But they're all over anatomically correct. Wherever they were on Willem is where they're on my tattooed body. Leech placement, yeah, proper leech placement. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I like this idea. Yeah. All right. Look, movie's over. Credits have rolled. But lo and behold, there's a stinger after the stinger. What you got? How's your film gift you? That's a good question. You asking me right now? The teaser is the the guy uh, that that loses his car to the anchor. He runs to the shoreline and he looks out and he sees the discarded housing for the two jet skis just just half in and out of the water he goes then my my whatever that thing is out there that holds the two jet skis that my too <laughs> both of my vehicles my oil tanker <laughs> that would get so, played also played by debont son so uh stinger uh she does she passed the driving test She's at her apartment, sort of packing everything up to move in with Jason P. And she's got the ring on, and she fucking is staring at it longingly, and there's a knock at the door. And it's Jack Draven. She throws that ring in the fucking toilet, (laughs) beds him on a moving box. (laughs) I'm sure that movie would have made more money if that actually did, they did do that. (laughs) Look, you've been given the financing to have your own sequel to Speed 2. His last name is Draven, just like The Crow? Is that the crow's last name, Eric Draven? Oh, maybe I made maybe maybe I made his name up because I hate you're, that name. It's it's you're typically it's not, not wrong. That's the it thing. It sounds you're like tip- a name that a four year old would make up with an action hero. You're typically not wrong about such things, but Draven is definitely the crow. Traven. Oh, Traven. Okay, you're close. That's worse, by the way. Jack Traven, 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 something like that. Okay, so what's your what's your sequel? I think they should do a legacy sequel. To, I think they could get Keanu back now. He's doing ever sequels to everything else. Let's get him back. And fuck Sandra Bullock. She's not I've in already, it. It's Jason I've Patrick and Keanu Reeves. Feeling, feeling Minnesota. It's uh, Keanu Reeves and Jason Patrick. Sandra Bullock not in it. The biggest, the, probably the biggest movie star at this point. Not in it. And uh, they're just commiserating the whole movie. They're just talking about their. It's like a conversation piece. And they just they're over dinner and they're talking about the love that they both lost. Sandra, you know, uh, Annie. It's a whole movie of that. At the end, the restaurant blows up. I'm doing the weirdest thing ever. Okay. You know how they do, like, they shoot, like, Avatar movies back-to-back? Mm-hmm. Right? I shot two sequels back-to-back to this. Okay. They take place in the exact same time period. And you could almost watch them split-screen if you wanted to. Yeah. One of them is, unfortunately, Annie gets a fatal disease right after getting home and is dying. Oh, and, they, and she dies. And they put her in a coffin, and they the last thing she hears is, all right, this, it's Die Hard in a coffin. You've you got to go six feet underground mm-hmm. in this coffin, and if, or, or else you, you're fucked. And they bury the shit out of her. She, okay. And that's the one sequel. <laughs> Pretty good. Right. And then the other sequel is they are picking apart the remains of UB40 out of that shattered boat. <laughs> they didn't show UB40 no, get on the lifeboat. UB, UB40 was in. I just envisioned them being in this movie the entire time, getting banged around through all that shit. 
Yeah. So this, like, they're the, the 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 crime scene people are going through, and they are finding like, uh, you know, like the jawbone of the lead singer in, embedded in a in a plank, and the drummer's f- hoof is like fucking dripping out of an oxygen room. <laughs> yeah. So that's sort of it's them picking apart UB40's remains in con- sure. real time concurrently with Sandra Bullock's grave service. Pretty good. Perm. That's pretty good. Do you think they could they could have called this movie Seed instead of Speed, like S E A dash D? Look, you have to have a business associated with Speed Two. What what you got? I would do the Speed Two shoes, one hundred percent. I put I those back. Means. Speed Two shoes. You don't know what that means? You think about it. Converse. There's, fe- there's featured shoes in this movie that aren't the Converse. There's featured shoes. Debont shows them a lot. Okay. They're on the feet of the deaf child. And there are these that. fluorescent pink and green shiny sneakers. You, they keep, keep showing them. You don't remember them. No. Heavily featured in speed. Okay. To cruise control. I would just recreate those shows, those shoes for adults. Those are some slamming. You, you, you go on Insta and say the shoe drops in five, four. It's like when those <laughs> Back to the Future shoes came out, those alien yeah. shoes. Mm-hmm. Got to wait for the drop, man. Yeah, this is going to be huge. We're finally putting those. Maybe they're made-up shoes for the movie. I, we can't zoom in that hard. I don't know if they commissioned them for the film, but they are definitely unique. You know, I, I'll, I'll see if I can find a picture as you come up with a better idea than that. Please don't look up that photograph. I'll be doing it right now. <laughs> Mine is, uh, I've got a restaurant like a Chuck E. Cheese. It's, uh, it's, it's recreated the, the uh, ballroom from the boat. Mm-hmm. And I've got an animatronic UB40 there. And yeah. I serve pizzas to people, you know, nice little, you know, microwave pizzas to my customers. Sure. And they and they sit there and they have a nice dinner and there's an arcade and, and they could listen to this animatronic UB40 play. Problem is they keep breaking down. Yeah. The gears get a little hair in them and they get a little slow and then it's not syncing with the music like it should be. I have to keep replacing them, getting new solenoids. Sometimes the tape wears out. I got to do this. I got to do that. It gets very. It gets to be hundreds of dollars, and then I find out it's cheaper to just get the real UB40. So I oh, rip yeah. those machines out, and I just have the real band in there, and they are thrilled because I free pizza, free tokens, and a small stipend to keep them, you know, singing and this, dancing. Let me ask you one question. You have you have two choices. They are they still around? Are they still There's, playing? There is no doubt that they're still playing. Next question. They are still playing. They've been playing since 1978. It really makes you wonder why the world is. I don't know if they have. It looks like they have a lot of past members, though. So They had a big hit. They, Red Red Wine was their big hit, and they had a cover, right? Like, they had two. Yeah. Or was that a cover, too? I don't know. Jeffrey Dahmer had a couple of past members. Oh, my. In the news lately. In pop culture again. Did he ever leave? Uh, look, you're in the movie, man. You've been inserted to the running time of Speed 2 Cruise Control. What shape does your performance take? One of the leeches, 100%. And I have uh, stowed away on the backside of Jason Patrick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to get me some new properties, some new territory. I'm going to get. I'm gonna upgrade time. I say, bye, everybody. They're like, where are you going? Like They're freaking out. And they're, they're squirming around in the bathtub. And I, when Jason Patrick's in there getting horrified, I crawl up his pant leg and get on the underside of his buttock. I'm there. I'm home. Boys, Sandra? don't wait up. Don't don't wait up for me tonight. I'm out of here. I'm on the action hero. They're like, we'll see and you later, Robin. And he is just juicing off him as Jason Patrick's trying to pull all these <laughs> hero moves. 
and just he's just it's just like he's it's his vacation you know the foe's a little weirdy i've i've hitched my wagon to the best you know and then the, you know when the, and then whenever jason patrick and sandra get hot and heavy it's like a new experience for me because the foe wasn't there's no ladies in his life there's no significant yeah but you're like other. wait 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 the blood's rushing away wait 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 less blood there's less blood in the ass now why does it have like, to go to the is, dick all the time amusement park this is incredible you know i'm just having the time of my life you're gorging yourself and you still suck the least in this movie and and then all of a sudden bullock's like horrified she's like oh my god she starts going well you got poop on you like it's it's horrible what's going on what's there she's like it's a leech i promise it's just a leech like he knows because he kind of you know they kind of he doesn't hate it and she leaves she packs her bag she's out of there nick she can't handle it and he's like it she's like it's the leech or me and he's like well like (laughs) uh how do i break this to you uh, and then at the end of the movie, the, the poor leech is curled around that ring. He's wearing and, that ring. And, and, the in, and the ring in the inside, it says, you are the size more to my hauser. <laughs> Jason Patrick married the leech. <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should be that because I am a spiff waterline and I'm the guy that owns Air Leech. And I'm a, uh, uh, I do the only airmail delivery of leeches in the world. Oh, and wow. My, and my greatest customer is Willem Dafoe Hacker. I don't remember if he has a name. I'm just <laughs> His name is John Geiger. That's right. <laughs> and I am uh I am shitting my pants because I notice that there's a past due balance on his account. So mm-hmm. I get into my private jet and I, and I am trailing that boat and I'm throttling it. I'm noticing all this shit that's going on. I'm like, Whoa, like that boat people are dying. I follow them all the way to the island. I see him get into that plane, and I'm chasing the plane just out of the frame. And when he crashes into that fucking thing, I got to hustle. I, I crash land on the deck of the tanker. I shimmy up that pole and get him to sign that, that last check. And then I parachute off just before the explosion, Get out, and I got my fucking payment. Because that last delivery of leeches was a fucking doozy. It's my, yeah. it my crowning achievement of shipments. Lose my biggest customer, but it's it's a fair trade because I know that Alex and his new new honey are going to need reinforcements. Look, you got to incorporate something from Speed Two into your everyday life. What what you got? I'm tired of the word hackers. I'm not using them. I'm not using it anymore. You just used it. You didn't seem to even bat an eye. I'm not using that term anymore. I'm replacing it with computer psychos. <laughs> okay, because that's, pa- that's what Jason. That's what that's what Jason Patrick calls. Willem Dafoe, because really? computer psych, computer psycho. That's pretty great, and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna try to get that trending, get that used by others. I'm gonna try to get that movement started. My life's been disrupted by a by a computer psycho. Yeah. Took all my info. A hacker? No, a computer psycho. You see how it works? Right. Let's just let's commit. Let's both commit to that. Well, I mean, think about how much we owe, how much we have hanging in the balance to computer psychos in our everyday life now. You know. Nice. You're right. It's pretty deep. Part of me wants to draw a line in the sand, never to make a movie with Yonda Bond. And part of me wants to just make it a point to consult with any travel agency before I book anything to ask if it's peak or, or non-peak to faux time. First of all, the rates are better when Willem's not out there reeking it. But I think also my chances of making it back to the honey hole, safe and sound, are better if I make sure Willem's not around. But I think I'm just I'm going to swear off making movies with Yonda Bond. Speaking of, the cast from this movie, Bullock is still a major factor. Defoe's working all the time. It's Patrick that had a rough ride from this. Uh, no, this. Patrick's doing yes. fine. He's doing fine. Can I zoom in real quick? Sure. Nah. 
Still working. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, they still get tired sometimes of being movies you'll never see, for sure. Episode. When's the last time you uh, you um, saw a Patrick movie? Becoming. Was that recent, right? Very recent, yeah. And what's it? Is he a bad guy in it? No. That would be one Toby Kebbell. That's right. You talked about this last time. You said he demanded script changes on this one. Yeah, and they didn't adhere. And he showed up on set and they didn't do him, and he still had to make the movie. <laughs> he had all that power. He's going to be in Shrapnel. Nice. Playing Sean Beck. Ooh. I guess he, oh, he's made it. Uh, I, I'm, he's back. He's back. All right, good. He's he's uh, in a movie with Cam uh, Gigandet, whatever his name is. <laughs> Gigande. Gigande, whatever his name is. Giganet. Um, he's it's in big. Murder at Hollow Hollow Creek. He's in there with Mickey Rourke and Casper Van Dien. He um, he said he always wanted to work with Casper Van Dien. So, oh, Patrick Muldoon also in that movie. Well, and both Jason, was... both Jason also, and Jeremy London. They're in all, the, so. that. Is a, that is a greatest shits. But, um, yeah, Muldoon was up for his role in this movie, according to the trivia, which is the unkindest cut. Both London boys in that movie. And Jason Patrick's like, hmm, where did it go wrong per se? Let me think. But let me like, retrace You couldn't get steps. at least one Masterson in this bitch? <laughs> Masterson. Danny Masterson. Oh, he does have a brother, right? But Danny Masterson currently on trial for rape. Yeah. A wild piece of shit. I hope they throw the key away. Fuck him forever. I hope he's gone. Yeah. What a flying fuck. Damn he is. He did do one of those master classes, though. Did on, he? I know. Yeah, it's online classes. Yeah, yeah it's called how to um, how to get away with it. Um, look, you're on an island, man. You've been there for all these many years, gathering debris from films. Now it's time to take something from Speed Two with you. What you bringing? That's a good question. Is there something? Is there something good to take from this? Have you? Had you? You have a few ideas? Yeah, I wanted to complete my set, so I, I figured something out. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, in our Malice episode, I took the blind boy. You did. I, I do remember. So he has a companion now. Okay. And they are trudging along the island, killing it. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, tromping and clomping, moving around, ticking down the hours till they're legal. Are they about the same age? I'm thinking so. Yeah. It's like a Blue Lagoon thing, right? Mm-hmm. A nice little story of young love, tromping and chomping, wearing cool fluorescent shoes. She's going to teach him his ways. They're going to... It's going to be a like a, a master class. She's going to host a TED Talk in her body. <laughs> First of all, Jason Patrick got to... Remember I brought those gigantic binocul- binoculars in a couple movies ago we did? Sure. Those huge ones. Jason Patrick had those out when he's looking at the shoreline. Mm-hmm. He had those gigantic binoculars. They look so ridiculous. Um, he's zooming in, though. I have to give him that. I'm taking the stuffed uh, bat finger <laughs> puppet. Damn, that's a good call. That's a good one, right? It's my my Wilson on my island. I finally have my Wilson. You know. What are you gonna mom. put in that? Uh, where are you gonna? How are you gonna wear it? On my finger. My, okay. my What do you What do you mean? How I'm am just I gonna asking. wear it? What are you implying? I'm just saying you could puppet that thing in a variety of ways. Yeah, on my finger. Okay. You talk to it and shit, like like Wilson? Among other things, sure. Can, can you name it Masterson? Barlow, right? Like that you said, the, is that the vampire from Salem's Lot? I, I try yeah. to, it's a cute, it's a cute bat, and it's not necessarily a vampire. This past weekend, I bought myself and my daughter a stuffed bat. Did you really? Yep, because there was a Halloween decoration. It's actually a dog toy, but it's so cute. We each have it. So it's our little bonding bat. But it, it, it looks a lot like that guy. 
A lot. Like what guy? In the movie. What? What? It looks what like the, looking? The, the cute bat from the movie. The you mean the bat that I took to my island? Yeah. You mean men turn? <laughs> Keep me 